Hey, I'm Rob. This is Luke. Do, is that what you want? God, you just totally took me out of the kitchen. What the heck am I supposed to say? You're listening to Box Press, where we are passionate about cigars and how to care for them. Hey, I'm Rob. This is Luke. Thanks for tuning in to Box Press. Today, we're going to talk about the internal factors of the humidor. Rob, can you tell us a little bit about the cigar that we're smoking today? Today, we are smoking the LFD Number three, it's from the Series 2000. It's uh, quite interesting. I just got off the phone with Tony Gomez, Lido Gomez's yeah. son. He's down in the Dominican Republic at yeah. a pro cigar event. And Tim and I called him this morning just to talk about the cigar because it's kind of known in the industry that it's the cigar Tony and uh, Lido smoke. So Tony joked about changing the name of it to, hey, that cigar that Lido smokes. <laughs> and this is how Tony and his dad, Lito, start their day every day. Uh, number three, or a series three, with a cup of coffee. Uh, the cigar itself is wrapped in a Cameroon wrapper, which Cameroon is always ten, tends to be a little bit sweeter. So on blending it, I asked him and he said, you know, you, you are conscious in that blending process of, you know, not, not overpowering that sweetness, but getting it just right. Um, and that's what he kind of went for. He doesn't get too in-depth about flavors and profiles, but he wants to stick with the Cameroon um, sweetness, and it also has a nutty flavor. So the Dominican filler and binder that he put in here is all from their farm, and he just made sure it wasn't overpowering. You know, Lito, Lito Gomez and the LFD brand can be known for some pretty powerful stuff. So inside the whole repertoire or the whole field of what they have available, this is kind of like a hidden secret because it's mild enough to for a guy like you to enjoy. I like milder mm-hmm. cigars too. I'm not a big, heavy, full-flavor guy. And then on top of it, the guy who likes full flavor and all that, he can appreciate this too because there's enough character there to keep them interested. And can I tell you one of the only cigar stories that I have that actually has to do with this cigar? When Tim and I were down in the Dominican for Pro Cigar in February of this year, 2017. We, you know, as you know, during Pro Cigar, um, at least this particular one, they were giving tours uh, through their facilities. So Lito Gomez had a tour um, at his place. Well, we all met at this hotel, which where where everyone was going to bus down to Lito Gomez's farm, the uh, La Florida Dominicana farm. Well, I'm with Tim, and as you know, Tim is buddies with Lito. We're like, oh, hey, what's up, Lito? We see him while everyone's like loading the bus, and Lito goes, hey, guys, come ride with me. So Tim and I are like, okay. So Tim and I hop in the back of Lito and his wife's car. They had their own driver, so so then they're sitting in the backseat, and then Tim and I get in the third row. So we're hanging out with Lito, and we're driving. It's like a half-hour drive to his farm and Lito it was in the morning and Lito it's funny you say that Lito pulls one of these out to start his day and goes hey Tim and Luke you guys want a cigar and Lito Gomez handed me this exact cigar perfect and we all had one of these in the car on the way to the farm that's unbelievable isn't it I mean just in your experience you just hey you're riding with a one of the best cigar manufacturers and blenders in the world and that's unbelievable. I mean, that totally trumps my story, but I felt excited about 
being able to talk to these guys and figure out, you know, this is something special to them. They do this stuff not only for us, but for them. More importantly, they do some stuff for them when they blend cigars. And it's cool that you had that experience yeah, and you know. and you you have a better appreciation for how the cigars are made and all that. So when you actually had that conversation with Lito, it was probably a little bit more meaningful. But nonetheless, it was still a really cool experience for me. My right. first year working at Bovida right out of college. I'm 24, and I'm you know I'm there with Tim. Just you know like all my experiences, just riding on the coattails of the relationships that Bovida already had with La Florida Minicana, and we just get to hang out with Lito, and he hands me a little cigar. Right. And those relationships will be seen in the podcast because we will end up having guests and and other people involved as well because, yeah, we're going to use that. We've forged really good relationships with manufacturers, blenders, everyone in the industry from reps to the, the makers. So let's get right into it today. What are we talking about today, Luke? We're talking about internal impact on the humidor. What's, what's going on inside? Um, last week we covered what's going on on the outside. Um, now we're going to cover what exactly happens on the inside. So what's happening to the humidor, what RH changes are occurring, and then what's causing that? That's the biggest, that's my biggest question is if I get a new box of cigars, what's causing the change? If, uh, if, if the RH isn't right, is it the humidor? Is it the Bovida packs I put in it? Is it the cigars themselves? So, and, and all that plays a big factor. I always look at the top three things. It's either going to be the cigars, the wood, or the moisture is escaping. The last thing, which is pretty common, so pay attention out there, you're not using enough Bovida packs. That's so common. Um, and we'll clarify that today, mm-hmm. why that's a misconception, and then how to correct that. So let me just paint the picture, a very similar picture to what we painted for the last episode, um, you know, here's the picture. You have your humidor, you have your cigars in your humidor, you have your, probably a hygrometer in there, and you can't seem to get the RH level, the relative humidity level inside of your humidor to a point that you like. Oftentimes the problem typically is the RH level is too low. I can't get it to reach 69 or 70%. What's going on? Last week, we talked about the factors that are happening outside the humidor that can impact that. And today, we're talking about what's happening inside the humidor that can affect that. So, Rob, could you just maybe start at the top and let's just go through each factor yep. that ha- that's internal happening inside the humidor that might be preventing people from reaching that RH level that they want. Right. And I'm going to start all this with a general clause note. Would humidors breathe moisture? That's factor number one. So you're always going to be, if you pick a Bovida 69, you're rarely going to hit 69. It's going to either be two to five points off. And that's just natural. That's supposed to happen. Wood is supposed to breathe moisture. It's good for the aging process. It does some off-gassing of the fermentation process. Um, but just understand that. So if you, if I always ask people, what RH do you want to hit? I want to hit 69. Go 72. Mm. You know? Because you have to compensate for you have the to compensate natural for the, breathing, the moisture yeah. exchange that's taking you gotta place. You got to compensate for the humidor. 
Really, you Got just it. have to know your humidor. And then those that have glass top humidors, that's another thing where it's you'll probably get more moisture leaking because of that glass top. So you got to go 75. So just that as a general clause, all wood uh, humidors breathe moisture. The first thing and foremost, if you're struggling with internal RH levels and you've already watched our external factors and kind of gotten that, Let's move right into you're not using enough Bovida packs, possibly. It can be confusing, but the key here is total capacity. So that means how many cigars does the humidor claim to hold in total capacity? So if it says 50, we have to go with 50. I don't care if you have five cigars or 50 cigars in there. We're humidifying a square uh, cubic space, and that's what Bovida works on. They don't work on the amount of cigars inside. They work on the square space. So regardless if I have 50 cigars in my 50-count humidor or if I have five cigars in my 50-count humidor, the amount of Bovida and the amount of humidification power that I need remains the same because the capacity is still the same? Exactly. And so we'll flash up on the screen kind of the graph we have online, but it's one per 25 count if you're using the 60 grammar. If you're using the 320 grammar, that can do anywhere from 50 to 150 quantity total cigar capacity. So, and you can multiply that. And you can't overhumidify again with Bovida. So if you have the minimum of two 60 grammars in a 50 count, but you're still having issues, Put two more in there. Mm. You can't overhumidify with it. It just may be that your humidor, uh, it's leaking a little bit more than maybe what we tested and averaged out here in the in the innovation center. So if that's happening, I always go for make sure I'm using the minimum bovida. Look at the graph. Good. I got it. I'm still having issues. Double it. Once you double it and you still have issues, now let's go into the second thing. Did you season your wood humidor with Bovida 84%? If you didn't, the problem is that we have no idea how much grams of moisture the humidor took, the wood itself took. So all of you doing the wipe down method out there doesn't work um, because if you can tell me how many grams of moisture the humidor absorbed in your wipe down method, I will give you an A plus and tell you that you should come work for us in the innovation center because <laughs> technically you just can't, right? So with Bovda, we've done the math for you. We put the amount of moisture in there. And at the end, we know on average, there's anywhere from five to 20 grams of moisture going into that thing. And boom, there you have it. The 84s take care of it. Um, that allows two things. If you don't season with 84s, what you're what you're doing basically is supplying moisture to two things now inside the humidor, mm. cigars and the wood. Let's try to remove one of those factors by seasoning with 84s. Take all the cigars out, throw the 84s in there. It's 14 days, no cigars inside. Boom. Now we know that the wood has all the moisture it needs. Then when we put the cigars back in, we're just working with the cigars. So then once the wood is um once the wood is hydrated properly, then 
you now have a stable environment where that moisture can bounce around the wood and actually act on the cigars instead of being sucked up by the wood. Is what you're saying? Exactly. Got it. Yeah, we don't want the we don't want the 72s or 69s or even 65s that you're using on a daily storage basis. We don't want those going to the wood. Uh, we want a very small percentage of that going to the wood. We want most of that going and working for those cigars. So if we did that, if we season with Bovid 84s, we got enough Bovid inside, and we may have even doubled it. Now what we want to know is we still have a drop in RH. Where is it going? So I'm so let so let me paint the picture again. I've done both of those things. I've made sure I have enough Bovida in my humidor. I have seasoned my humidor properly. And then for some reason, which I don't know, the RH level on my hygrometer drops again. It makes another drop. What's the last point here that could potentially be the problem? The cigars are taking the moisture and that's not a bad thing. We just want to, all these other steps before that are to lead up to that. Because if we truly get a drop in RH, you may have put new cigars in, you may have just bought them from a local shop. And, you know, even though the local shop has a controlled environment and humidity, what's to say that you didn't buy those cigars and they just came into the shop a day or two ago or even today? I mean, sometimes I get cigars hot off the press, right? They just rolled into my shop. I'm like, got to have that. And they're kind of dry. Well, and they might be dry because here's a, and here's an example for everyone because I've experienced it. I bought cigars. They got shipped to me five days on the truck. Came in at 62%. I had them in the Bovid acrylic humidor. That's important because there's no wood to take up the moisture. So I'm reading direct whatever's happening to the cigars. The Bovid acrylic humidor threw me off. I, about after two weeks, I'm like, the the RH went from 62 to 64. And I'm like, this is bogus. What is going on? Is this humidor leaking? Hey, I'm out there with you. I didn't believe that this would take that long. So it went from 62 to 64. Yeah. After two weeks. And I'm like that, these should be at 69, right? Two weeks. Isn't that enough? So I took all the cigars out, put them in a different container and left all the Bovida 69s inside the humidor. And I, I put the hygrometer in there and I waited 24 hours. So I came back into the office the next day and read 69. I'm like, okay, well the humidor is not leaking, right? Now where's my answer? So I marched down to Tim's office I'm like, what is going on? And he goes, you're, you're experiencing the rule of four times longer. It's like four times longer. He goes, it takes four times longer to rehumidify a cigar than it does to dehumidify it. So at the end of the day, my cigars were on a UPS truck for five days. If I assume they left the factory at 69, they dropped down to 62. When I got them finally into my airtight humidor, um, acrylic humidor, it took four and a half weeks to bring them up to 69. So five days on the truck times it by four, that's four and a half weeks to bring it back up to 69. So all in all guys, that said, just understand that sometimes it does take time for this stuff to happen. And here's a tip. If you don't like to wait for that experience, I don't put anything inside my wood humidors that I don't want at 69% because that's where I go to take from every day when I want to smoke a cigar. So I don't want anything that's new, fresh, and can drop the RH level inside my Mm. humidor. So you're conditioning your new cigars in a different environment, maybe in a humidor bag or an acrylic humidor. Once 
those stabilize once the moisture content of that cigar stabilizes over the course of one, two, three, maybe even four weeks, then that is when you put it into your daily humidor to make sure that that, that everything in that humidor is stabilized. Exactly. Cause I know now when I pluck in there, everything's right around 69%. I don't have to worry about it. Oh, I just put these fresh and then everything drops. And so then everything's suffering from like this low humidity uh, environment. And so then like flavors come off and yeah, that cigar didn't taste good either at 62. Just tasted bad, harsh, hit me in the back of the throat. So I just like to get things in a non-porous environment, boba to humidor bag. That's where 90% of my inventory's in um, or the boba acrylic humidor. But anything that's not wood-based, not going to leak moisture. How easy is it for somebody to go get a second storage environment like that to condition their cigars before they toss it in their actual humidor that they have at home? I mean, super easy. It's easy because the Bovida humidor bag should be like a no-brainer. The Bovida humidor bag itself, I mean, just to give you an idea of it, it's not just a bag. It, it's, it looks like a bag, it acts like a bag, but it's really, techno, there's a lot of technolo- technology inside there. Um, it, the thickness is for one, moisture preventing, but then we went a step further and we put a glass coating on the inside. Um, and that just means that the film, there's a film on the inside that makes sure that the moisture doesn't leak through the polymer and vice versa, nothing leaks in. So at the end of the day, you're getting uh, the one year humidor bag. Those Bovida packs pretty much last a year in there. And I put more in mine. So it comes with a 40 gram. You can't buy the 40 gram, but you can buy the 60 gram um, to throw back in there. And I just buy like a four pack of 69s, throw them inside the Bovida humidor bag, and they last me so long. And so every time I get a new box of cigars, I'll throw them in there. Cool. Yeah. One last time, run me through the la- the three objectives that we have written down here. Yep. So as kind of as like a summary to this topic. Yep. So we're looking at the RH levels dropped. First and foremost, have you seasoned with the Bovida seasoning kit? Are you using enough Bovida packs, the minimum or more? And the last one are your cigars new. One that we kind of didn't touch on is always make sure you have a calibrated hygrometer. Um, I should have started out with that. If True. you don't have a calibrated hygrometer and didn't use the Bovida calibration kit, you don't know where you're at. If you think you calibrated, again, I'm going to poke another hole in this whole thing because if I'm not challenging you to think differently, then what good is it to listen to this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> um, the salt and water test to calibrate a hygrometer where you take a bottle cap and you pour it in there and then it just doesn't work. Okay. Cause if you put two drops in, it's too light. If you put, you know, 15 drops in, it's too heavy. I've done it here in our innovation center. We have a water activity machine. It's an $8,000 machine. And it told me I did three, three different samples, light, medium, heavy. I was at 72, 75, and it, like right around 80, 78. So just understand that you could have issues. The easiest and best thing to do, Boba to calibration kit, 75%, calibrate that thing for 24 hours, figure out exactly where you're at with your hygrometer. Going off of that, because I think that's a really good point, kind of how Charlie puts it is 
there's a lot of subtle ways to mess up the salt test oh, at yeah. home. And I think what's important to realize is that is to think about why do people do a salt test? Because table salt, the very accessible salt you can get at the grocery store that everyone uses, table salt naturally, well, salt itself naturally regulates humidity. And that's kind of the basis of our product because we use salt in our pack. We use different salts to achieve different humidity levels. Table salt being the most accessible one naturally is going to regulate the moisture to, you know, 75% if you have the right amount of salt. So I think it's funny when people go, yeah, I use the salt test to calibrate my hygrometer. And it's like, well, did you know that the Boveda 75% pack is the world's most accurate salt test that has quality control checks coming off the line to make sure that it it is exactly 75%. It's basically the opposite of a homemade salt test. It's a tested quality control tested salt test. Right. Is yeah. the Boveda 75% pouch, right, <laughs> which is what you use to calibrate your humidor. So why would you use a homemade test that costs the same amount of money as a 499 right pouch? So- and two, like for laboratories, when they calibrate, they get a pre-mixed solution. They, they do the exact same thing. So if you're wanting accuracy, do it like an actual lab would. Buy the calibration kit, which is a pre-made, predisposed, predetermined, accurate calibration kit. Every single lab has them. They, they take the, the solution, they pour it in a dish, and that's how they calibrate all their hygrometers. That's what certifies the whole industry. Somebody else outside said, this solution is at 75% and it's accurate up to 0.03%. But we're giving you that in the home. So take advantage of it. Get accurate. I love it. We're going to finish off with the segment of this show that we call Hashtag Ask Boveda, where anyone that's listening can... Um, ask a question um, with the hashtag AskBoveda on social media um, and we will answer it here on the show or we'll just answer it right on social media. But um, Rob, I got a question uh, this week from a gentleman who lives in Colorado. He said that he lives at 10,200 feet elevation up in the Rocky Mountains. So very dry. Very high. And now it's winter time, and he was having some problems to say the least with the inside of his humidor um so i'm going to read you a message that he sent me and i want to get your insight on it so he said before i got this new humidor ding 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 new humidor oh yeah i did a ton of research with local smokers here in my area all of them told me to season it for several days by wiping down the inside of the box and using the sponge method I did so, then wanted better results, so I finished the process with 84% Boveda pouches. When I I went to put cigars in, I used the 75% uh, Boveda, and my levels wouldn't go over 60%. I have been able to keep the levels at 68 to 70% pretty consistently until winter has begun. Not sure if I need to re-season the humidor already or not. The place I live is a very dry area, of the Rockies, and every cigar smoker I know here uses 84% 
or a chargeable humidity device. My hygrometers vary. He has multiple hygrometers that he told me inside of his humidor. The one that was factory installed into his humidor reads below 50% and his digital one reads 65% and the other one reads 58%. It's a very frustrating situation to say the least. Right. Nope. 100% totally agree. Um, first and foremost, make sure you calibrate with the Bovida calibration kit, especially when you have, you know, the ones that are factory set inside a humidor, not always the best accurate. Well, let me just say that. something right here. He had three hygrometers in his humidor. Yeah. They all read different percentages and they were all very different. What does yeah. that say about hygrometers? Totally inaccurate. They just get us into the ballpark, right? You know, we're just here to like, okay, we're kind of in the ballpark. We know what we're doing, but the most important thing is to get it calibrated with that Bovida calibration kit. So if he did that and he said, okay, the 65 one is spot on, let's just roll with that, right? Okay. He's, he's spot on on the 65. I have no idea. He could be off. That's the follow-up question. Did you calibrate with the Bovida calibration kit? And how accurate are your hygrometers? Because obviously we got three that are all different. One that's really bad at 50, one that's eh, close, maybe at 58, and the other one, let's just assume the 65% is spot on. Usually, very rarely not. It's usually always off. So we're going to assume that the 65 is spot on. He's using two Bovid 84%. My other question to him is, is this, is this a glass top? Because typically the ones where they have the hygrometer, uh, basically French inlaid in the front is because there's a glass top usually. So if he has a glass top, <clears throat> he can do two things. He can still run with that humidor if he wants, but being in the Rockies and at that high altitude, I'd get rid of it. If it, if you didn't spend a lot of money on it and it's not that important to you, get a different humidor. Um, maybe that one you just kind of keep for showboating and you keep your cigars in a Bovida humidor bag. But the problem with the Rockies is that high altitude. And we do see a lot of people using the 84s because of that high altitude. It just, there's so, there, there's that vacuum. We talked about it on the last podcast, a huge vacuum of dry air and it just wants to absorb all that moisture out of that humidor. So this is really more of an external factor one, which is great. I mean, cause it totally just bounces back to the first episode we shot. Um, but if we, if we assume that we've got the internal, uh, to work on, we got to increase that RH level. Um, so we need to add more Bovida packs. Um, just because Bovida suggests the minimum, just remember that that's the key word is the minimum that's required. Um, the, the factor is going to be external and internal and your humidor quality that's going to dictate whether you need to adjust the minimum up more and by how much we don't know but i would recommend this person to use a 320 and i would recommend a 320 gram yeah, bovida 320 gram bovida the get big it one in there yeah get the big one in there um if you want to stick with that humidor and stick with 84 if that's what's giving you the best results. But which is crazy because we never, because yeah. you would never want to no. store your cigars at actual 84%. No. But he just has to compensate so much for the dryness and the leaking of his humidor. He did say that his humidor holds humidity well. That's what he said. Um, okay. 
but subjective, hey, right? I mean, either way, he's he's having problems. He did say that most of his cigars were new as well. Well, and that's the other thing, um, especially people in Denver. You should be acclimating your cigars inside a Boveda humidor bag or acrylic humidor, one of the two. Even Tupperware uh, that seals, people do that all the time. Um, but that's really going to help your wood humidor stay more consistent and for you to not have to always be like, oh, shoot, do I need the 75 or the 84 in that extreme climate? Um, and that can be transcended to everybody that doesn't live in an extreme climate. Do I need the... 72 or 75 do i need the 69 or 72 what are you trying to achieve um mm -hmm. and then go from there hey thanks for watching box press thanks for being here with me and luke and if you have any further questions um go ahead and tweet us at bovida inc or hit us up on facebook hashtag ask bovida um ask us your questions we'd love to we'd love to answer them exactly and if it's a really great question or a really common question that we keep getting, um, we might answer it on the show. Otherwise, we'll just shoot you back a tweet or a comment right on the spot. Perfect. Thanks, guys. <laughs>